Hello, Internet. Welcome to episode 128 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside my good pal Tyler. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Mm. Fist in your face. That's rude. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know. You shouldn't do saying. that. At, you shouldn't do that to me. I'm your friend. Yeah, no. I'm don't sorry. Don't punch your friends. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Friends don't punch friends unless you really need unless to. you're like dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. And playing around. I mean, yeah. I guess th- there is a certain <sighs> maturation of friendship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mm, used to do a lot of dumb things. Yeah. Definitely did when we were like put things the in children. each other's food. Yeah, we shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe they involve the pubic hair in a sloppy Joe. <laughs> I still can't. Uh, believe y'all did that, or some of the pubic hair in someone's mouth as they were sleeping. God, did you do that to the same person both times? I forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty awful. We were awful people. That's when you. That's when boys turn like. I don't even know how old we were. 12, 13, 14? Yeah, maybe? yeah. Like, begin early teens. Like, yeah. And you're just, like, discovering things, and you're really yeah. rowdy and bad. It's- we, uh... So we used to, like, stay up all night. Like, literally all night. And one of our friends wanted to sleep. And he fell asleep for maybe, like, an hour. And then we set... We didn't have our driver's license either at yeah. the time. And so we set all the the clocks, every single clock, to say it was, like, a normal time to get up. And we were like, dude, your mom's here. And then <laughs> he literally walked outside. And he's like, where is she? And then we just were like, uh, sorry. Did he even look we're at a bunch clock? of dickheads. Like, uh, did, he, you, did you even need to, like, change the clock? Did he look at the time? No, yeah, he looked at okay. the time and he's like, oh, damn, wow. Yeah, okay. it was bad. All right. That's not something that's very nice to do when you've been up all night and you're very tired. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, awful. Yeah. You were awful. Yeah, fun times, fun times. Yeah. How are you? Well, it's been one hell of a week. It has been. Uh, luckily, my computer survived the great basement flood. Um. So actually, the funny thing is, I was sitting at my computer downstairs in in the basement, and I didn't know it was flooding behind me because I was just looking at my screen and shit, not even paying attention, until I turn around to go, to go uh, get something off my nightstand and put my foot down, and it's just soaked. Yeah. My f- foot just, mm. you know, like those wet. I hate feet. wet feet. I hate wet wet socks. Are like yeah, the wet socks are awful. Because yeah. then it gets cold. At, yeah. It's just a cold, wet sock on your foot. Wet jeans. I don't like wet jeans. Like, really wet jeans. Ugh. Yeah, if, if you get they're soaked, I don't, I don't know. If I spill something, it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. But if they're, like, fucking soaked through. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Save everything. Uh, One of my books got ruined. One of, ah. my, one of my Witcher books that uh. I was reading. I had it just laying on the ground. That sucks. Hmm. Yeah, our basement used to flood down here, but it hasn't for a while. My, um, yeah, that that same night, we got, like, a really bad, like, rainstorm and thunderstorm yeah. up here. And that same night, my grandfather's house caught on fire. Oh. So that, that was, 
lovely at 11 o'clock to get that call. Um, basically, lightning came down really bad, and all the neighbors heard it too. Heard it and saw it, so it wasn't like yeah. Well, look, when just lightning being an is old that man. close, yeah, no, lightning is really fucking loud. You hear it from miles away. Yeah, if it happens close to you, it is fucking yeah. Loud. And it blew his AC unit while he was sleeping, and yeah, then it started to catch fire. And luckily, he luckily he woke up and everything uh, to a house full of smoke. It didn't like burn down burn down there like it's still it's fixable okay like so it, it's still it, standing yeah okay. like it was luckily just burning in the basement for the most part and he's got a lot of shit just complete junk down there but it was starting to burn through like a lot of the insulation and mm-hmm. the floorboards and stuff but he's all right he's all right cats all right but now they're in my house right parents house and man when you have two older cats that have been in their territory their almost their whole lives and then you bring another cat the same age over that's never been around other cats Mm -hmm. really that does not mix well at all so my two cats just don't they're ridiculous and i've never heard a cat make such awful noises i was legitimately like shook the other night because i'm like i never knew a cat could make these awful noises and she was just it was more than just growling and hissing it was like the loudest most ridiculous horror filled noises ever and and the other cat just wants to play Mm -hmm. she's never really been around other cats so she's like all excited she's like let's just fucking play dude and then just horror ensues Mm. I don't ran away shit on the floor. They won't come out. I'm like, they're, they're probably destroyed forever. <laughs> and you could tell when they meowed from growling and hissing and yelling so much, like their voices were shot because they don't sound the same. It's yeah, oh, man. it's crazy. So now, so now this other cat just walked in here and like owns the fucking house <laughs> because the other two just won't even come out and just be like, All right, it's another cat. So, kind of crazy. Got it, got it. some uh, broken cats. Yeah. Yeah, it's Two broke cats. crazy. Yeah. Been a crazy week. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to draft the best fantasy football team this Saturday. That isn't ever the case, though. I always draft the best team, and uh, then I fucking blow it. I mean, yeah, you draft well, but you also are good at... Yeah, I make moves. Making moves mid-season stuff. Yeah. You know. I'm just a great fantasy football player who can't I guess win so. in the playoffs. But am I going to be drafting before all y'all? Who knows? It's yeah. a ra- it's randomized an hour. You're prior. the commish, so so you got this all all under control. You could rig this shit if you wanted to. No, I don't want to rig this shit because <laughs> that would be really mm-hmm. shitty. That would be a bad thing for me to do. Yeah, but we've added two people to our league this year, so it'll yes. be more competitive, a little bit more depth out there. Yeah, more fun. Um, the losers bracket at the in the playoffs will actually be worth something in a way. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, um, that's I, I'm good. very excited. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. What I, what I need I need to ask our buddy that's hosting it, but it was brought up to me from one of our other friends that 
depending on everybody's situation and when we finish, because I imagine it won't take super long to do. Yeah. But uh, we should do that Jackbox oh, again. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. Because that's a damn good game to play with, with friends. Yeah. That could be a fun time. Oh, man. Yeah, look forward to it. This is like the, also like the last weekend for me here. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. You are, mm, Yeah, mm. and then mm. big, big changes are, are coming. Yeah. Life is moving on. <sighs> but yeah. It's also games. fucking Gamescom. Weekend. Yeah, and I've been watching a, a lot of, that of shit. cool stuff out but there. Before we Gamescom. get to that, let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the shit show, <laughs> the fucking uh, nightmare that you probably saw me tweeting about. If you follow me on Twitter, was trying the Destiny Two. So, uh, what is it? Uh, Spire, Spire of Stars. Stars. Yep, which is. The second raid layer. Which isn't that fucking hard. No. But goddamn, did people seem to make it hard. Yeah. So, you know, we did the Eater of Worlds a few weeks ago, and that was a good time. That was a cool raid. And so we're like, yeah, let's try to do one more for Forsaken. Got some dudes together. And yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a neat little thing yeah. and it's not super long i think it's shorter than the other one yeah when you is. really boil it down um the beginning part the first piece um took us longer than we wanted to but they send so many yeah. enemies at you that i'm like okay we just gotta execute help each other out a little bit better mm-hmm. and, and we're gonna do it and eventually it all clicked and, and we got that so that part was easy yeah, that part's actually pretty fun to do yeah just because I, I got to action. a point on, on that where like after i threw to you i was helping other people out on like other ends as well like yeah it it, it came to like i didn't see other people doing it be, but like when the orb was like the furthest away it could be to my pillar, I was like, "Well, I'll go fucking help other pillars out then." Yeah, yeah, that, that's not going to come to me. For when a while. it wasn't to me, I would actually go to the one opposite of me yeah. and just help out a little bit because it seemed like the guy across from me was overwhelmed like all the fucking time. So, uh, ba- basically, what it is is it, it, this raid, especially, is just a giant game of hot potato. You have an orb, and you're always throw an orb around and the orb isn't really it's not hard to pass it's actually kind of interesting it's almost like, a line drive like yeah. there, there's a very little arc and like yeah it you only have to really take into account like when you're throwing long distances yeah but but when you're throwing to teammates like they did a good job of making it very snappy it like just, like it like it kind of like seeks in like yeah. if you get close enough yeah like i i know i had a lot that i was just throwing to you and i knew like i wasn't hitting you directly but it would yep. just snap right yep. onto you and it did so that that that's kind of that is the core of this raid mm-hmm. um so then you move on to the next part which is just a platforming piece which is probably the easiest platforming piece of any destiny raid i've played so far yeah i haven't played all of them but uh it was definitely way easier than than the other ones and visually very impressive Mm -hmm. like i love the visuals of this because you are on a ship this entire time and you're like what the fuck yeah it's massive it's insane uh just the visuals of these raids are awesome um then we get to literally the final area and this is where you do 
another section and then then you fight the boss right there you kind of are, are waking up the boss yeah in a way and all you have to do is there's plates you gotta kind of form teams in a way be on this plate be on this plate someone gets a buff they go up into space they figure out which which shit needs to be destroyed uh which correlates to symbols that are on the ground other plates then you gotta open them up throw the orb in there kaboosh you're done you just got to do it a few times. This it took us a little while, but then it was another one of those things of like it just kind of clicked, and we just got it done eventually, mm-hmm. and it all kind of came together. It's like okay, like yeah, some of these things are taking us a few time, few tries, but we're gonna get this. So now it's the boss, and with the boss, it's the same fucking thing, literally the same thing that we just did with a few added steps. That's it. The first thing, yeah, you. you piss the boss off and then you fight a little bit then he's going to throw this ball out in this orb you have to pick it up and you have a very small amount of time to pass it to literally everyone on your team and if you don't get them to everybody they're going to die and then you just chuck it back at the boss then everybody to their plates that they were just at that's it and then you eventually do those things you you get orbs you throw them uh, at the boss and then now it's the damage phase that's all you do like we just did this <laughs> oh man yeah it fell apart man I, I, I'm i still when I think about our experience at that boss I still don't know what happened like what what was the breakdown there because the orb would fly out in the beginning to get the buff down you know get rid of that buff and we just couldn't even get past that i think we might have got past that five times maybe we tried that boss 20 times it was absurd and it's not even that hard you just someone grabs it and then you just pass it down the line you visually can totally see who needs it yeah and if and if someone dies there you're kind of screwed because you only have a certain amount of respawn tokens and it just screws everything up it just screws your flow oh it was so fucking frustrating man i don't even know how i just felt like people lost a lot of focus i was getting very frustrated with yeah i was too that's why i stopped saying anything and when i did chime in i'm just like what in the fuck is happening because this is not hard at all. And it, it's unfortunate that we could we didn't even get to the damage phase once. We didn't even blow up a single ship once. <laughs> oh my god. It, it's frustrating. Like I, I would if if we had a team that absolutely knew what they were doing, I would do that right again in a heartbeat. Because it's neat. Yeah. And it's not long at all. It really is not long if you if you knew what you're doing, and yeah, we, might, we might have to sucked. find some uh, some Destiny Two veterans out there to. <laughs> yeah, like, I just think we need three more kind of hardcore, dedicated people. I mean, no, no disrespect to the guys that were with us. Like I had fun up until the, up until that boss. <laughs> um, but we just need some like hardcore fucking people. I don't understand how we go. The entire way through this raid layer, throwing orbs, and then people just miss throwing an orb at a giant fucking target. Oh, yeah, I know. It's a giant fucking target. How do you miss it? Uh, go look up. Is it Franklin Sizemore, or is it it's, the Arctic Sloth? It's 
I think I think it's Arctic Sloth. It might be the Arctic Sloth. It's also I I did a little write up on my on my site. If you want to check my blog, it's linked there as well on Project yeah. Sloth. I'm gaming. Yeah, because Frank has a clip up of what happened because we successfully went down the line, yeah. and then you have to throw the orb at the boss, and you can do a little bit of damage there and and all the stuff. And it's not a hard throw. And like like we said, like those orbs just fly. They're very just snappy and quick, and it just poof, right at the ground. And his and, and that was like our fifteenth try. And as as fucking infuriating as it was, you couldn't help but laugh at it because it's like oh, I was seething in anger. Oh, you I know. know you were, but I was just like, oh my god, this just sums up this raid at this point. It is. It was so aggravating, dude. Like, damn, I, that's what just frustrates me. It's like, it, like, we weren't the best team, but we weren't the worst team either because we would eventually get it. And we just didn't even get anywhere. God damn. Yeah, I was yeah. very unhappy at the end of that. I have not touched Destiny 2 since. Well, see, my day did not go according to plan at fucking all in that game that day because that raid didn't go according to plan and then everybody left and then Keith and I were like let's go try whisper of worms God, <laughs> and, and we, we tried it and so we found somebody let me walk you through this you have to go to IO you have to go to the lost oasis area on IO and wait for a public event to show up that public event, I swear to God, every public event showed up on IO, except that one, for like 20 minutes. And so you're just waiting for this public event to show up. And then it shows up. You don't have to do the public event at all, because somewhere else in this region, there's a giant taking guy that spawns, like in a cave. Okay. And you have to go find this guy. And you kill this guy, and then it opens up a portal. This portal's going to take you to a totally new area that you have not I have not been to in the game mm -hmm. and now you're timed you have 20 minutes to get through this thing and it is fucking frustrating but so cool at the same time because you are in like the deepest darkest spots in Destiny 2 like it is actually extremely depressing to be where you're at because there's like no light there's nothing down there and it's just you doing platforming and you actually kind of have to figure out your way there because it's very dimly lit and it's very like small spaces you have to go into yeah and so at first it took us so fucking long to get there and we actually didn't get to the fight at all. We were almost there. And then we waited around again. We got the public event. And now we, now we knew exactly where to go. We got there maybe 10, 11 minutes left. Holy shit, that is hard. Because you, you have to go through three rooms, I think. Maybe it's two. Of just the most fucking packed ass room of taking enemies. So not only are there like five fallen captains chucking or taking captains throwing their stuff that kind of blinds you 
at you, but there's like three wizards in the back of the room constantly spawning shadow thralls. There's snipers over here. There's knights over here. It is absurd. The power recommendation when you die is 395. Oh, God. It is so fucking hard. We get through the room. We're at the last room, but we only have like two minutes left. And to get the Whisper of Worms, you have to kill three bosses. And right when time ran out, the first one spawned for us. Mm. Uh, even blights take forever to take out. It's that like hard, but it, it is so cool. Just like the visual aspect of it in the exploratory nature of it. I really liked, um, I just, yeah, I think my biggest problem with it is that it's a public event mm-hmm. that you have to do. If I could just run, because uh, the thing is with the Black Spindle and Destiny, the Taken King, you mess up, you just start the mission over. You, you go yeah. right back there. Now it's a public event and I have to wait around forever and it might not spawn. It might spawn right away. Who knows? That's that's the part I think is the most frustrating because I would maybe keep trying over and over again and, and get it down. But yeah. That's one I think I'll come back to when Forsaken launches. A little bit more powerful. Come back and get that weapon because it is a cool weapon that I do want. I want to upgrade. So, yeah, my day didn't go as planned in Destiny 2 that day. I'm like, dude, I just played this game for five hours and got fucking nothing done when I was supposed to get like really cool shit done. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm done with Destiny 2 until Forsaken. I might finish off my Solstice armor. Mm-hmm. For my Titan. But nice. that's about it. Yeah. That's all I'll fucking do. I don't want to touch anything else. <laughs> you want, you want to try the Leviathan raid? <laughs> I don't give a shit about any of it. Uh, if three dudes that totally knew what they were doing were like, yeah, we'll run you through it, I would do it. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. If you are three dudes who know what you're doing, yeah. tweet at us. That really PS know what you're doing. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, God. Um... Otherwise, what did I play? I played Overwatch a little bit, played that um, new hamster guy. Gosh, Wrecking Ball. Uh, played Wrecking Ball. I mean, um, it's Hammond, but they yeah. fucking call him Wrecking Ball. They can fuck off. I know. Um, he's weird. He's really weird. Um, first of all, he makes a lot of really cute hamster noises. That's the best part about him. And then he's just really fat in his mech because his mech's just really fat and it's funny. And his guns are super weak. Like, worse than D.Va weak. And I'm like, whew, wow. Because the point is, you're supposed to grapple onto the environment and swing around like a wrecking ball. Yeah, he's a melee character. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So when you're doing that, it honestly is super satisfying because the first thing I did is I hooked onto like this uh, light around the environment and I just went around, smacked some dude right in the face and took him out of me. And I'm like, all right, this is fun. Then you can ground pound. That's pretty cool. Um, You can deploy a minefield as the ultimate kind of like cut off a choke point. So that that's nice. Um, He's neat. He's not my character, though, but he is cool. Um, there was, gosh, what's the map? Oh man, Sorry, I, can't help you. I have no idea. I think it's Lijong Tower. Um, Lijong Tower eventually, uh, because it's a control map, 
you get to an area where there's a circle, circle, little small circle thing. Uh, there's a big platform way up top, and then there's like a staircase. The whole room is round. Oh, I think yeah, I, I think that's Lichang Tower. Yeah. So we had a wrecking ball. The other team had a wrecking ball. We our wrecking balls both hooked to the round thing in the center. It just kept chasing each other around, and nobody could get in there because if you got in there, you were going to get fucking smacked by one of them. It was so funny. It was dumb. It was really dumb. Um, what else did I do? Played. I played a little bit more Darksiders, the Black Throne thing it is. Yeah. Um, wasn't feeling it the other night. I wasn't because that game has gotten kind of difficult in the last area. And, and I was, I'm just like, I'm not really feeling something that's kind of difficult. I'm not feeling puzzly stuff. Okay. Um, so then I ended up playing, well, let me back up Sunday before we did the raid. I beat Guacamelee the first okay. one. I'm going to ask you about Guac. Yeah. That game is fantastic, but holy mother of balls is some of that stuff at the end. Completely infuriating to play. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is it, cause it's very hard. Some of it is like wow i can't believe i got through that and that was very fun to do sort of thing and then there's some of it that's just some combat encounters in platforming areas that are just so brutally fucking hard that was actually just like this is just this is just ridiculous sort of thing but finish that game that game is definitely worth playing through if you haven't played before it's a really good metroidvania so then uh last night uh I, I didn't get to play as much as, of it as I wanted to, but I played Guacamelee 2 that mm-hmm. just came out. It's a really good video game. Okay. But it's Guacamelee. Like, right. it, I literally haven't really... No, I only got one thing that I'm like, oh, that's new in the game so far. Um, but, like, the first ability you unlock is the first ability you unlock in guacamelee um the combat feels the same um but that's not necessarily a bad thing because guacamelee is a damn good time to play and then also this game is so visually stunning like even more so than the first game this game is so fucking pretty like um it's like on the levels of Hollow Knight or Ori in the Blind Forest, like Metroidvania with just that style. It's just dialed up another notch. So yeah, that's all I have to really say about it for now. I'm going to play a lot more of it, but if you like the first one or you just like you know, Metroidvanias in general, it's a great game so far, but it's a lot like the first one. Okay. So if you didn't like the first one and you found it to just be very frustrating sometimes, that might happen. All right. Sounds good. I think I think that's about all that I played. What about you? Oh, well, uh, so surprise. I've been playing a lot of PC games. Uh, one of them might come to PlayStation. I don't know yet. Um talking about graveyard keeper it's on xbox one it's on pc i don't know the details of that deal between mm-hmm. them and uh xbox but that game is a lot of fun it is it it is the next stardew valley for me oh uh, really in that there is a loop that i like it is 
so I'll just explain the game a little bit here. Uh, you, you're this guy who's a graveyard keeper. You, you take bodies, uh, you do, uh, you, you can take, bo- take parts off the bodies if you want to, and then you bury them, and then you give them a headstone, you can give them grave markers, headstones, a little, you can decorate the, uh, the grave a little bit, and it, it increases the rating of your graveyard. Uh, eventually you become the uh, prior of the church that the graveyard is attached to, and you hold your own own uh, religious services, but you kind of need that to gain a resource to upgrade stuff. Um, it's got a lot of Stardew-like things, like there's, there's farming in it mm-hmm. as well. Uh, it... There's a lot of crafting. A lot of crafting. And I find it's it's more complex. Like, you have to have, like, certain workbenches, certain, like, work areas to uh, actually craft certain items. Uh, the way you improve is d- different in that you have these three different experience pools, which you're always gaining for, like, say you're chopping a tree down, you'll gain, you'll gain, like, nature and, like, strength i think is the other experience and then there's like a spiritual one it's Mm. like red green and blue experience things so like depending on the activity you're performing you'll get one of the you'll get a certain amount of those experiences and then you'll uh just you'll upgrade through all these different skill trees and it's just there's just this loop to it you earn money like whenever you bury a body you get a you get a burial certificate that you can take into town and sell for money uh, you can also sell the crops that you grow. You can cook. Uh, there's a whole day cycle that's happening. Uh, like certain days, you'll be able to do certain activities, interact with certain NPCs. There's just a lot. It sounds like your game. Yeah, straight up. It's really cool. <laughs> there's a, there's a whole story to it, which I won't spoil. Uh, but let's just say your character doesn't necessarily belong there. Hmm. Uh, I see. And they're trying to find a way out of of that. Is it related situation. to a way out? Hmm? Is it in the same franchise as no, a way out? No, 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 no. Okay. Darn it's it. just incidental phrasing there. Uh, but yeah, there's. It's got a sense of humor that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's playing into like this whole uh, religious inquisition thing where they're burning witches and stuff. Mm. Uh, and then there's like cultists that you can team up with. That sounds you can hard. Two sides. That sounds like some fucking death metal stuff, dude. Yeah, sounds hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ice. You can make alcohol. Ooh. Of course. Ooh. There's alcohol. Don't you can like make potions and stuff. There's a dungeon you can go down and fight in. Can you make some craft brews? You. Mm-hmm. You can make beer. I'm not sure okay. the nature of it. The, there's different qualities to the beer. You can There's different tiered qualities to your ingredients, which will give you a better chance to craft higher quality beers. All right. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, God. Think they'll keep it Papa John's? Hmm? Think they'll keep it Papa John? I hope not. <laughs> Dude, you cannot have your franchise with that name on it. I know. I know. Did you see that desperate website he put up? No, I did not. Being like, I'm still a board member and they're trying to silence me. This website is how I'm going to talk to you. Oh my god. Ah, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Crazy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. I hope it comes to other consoles. It is a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. I've also been playing on PC, but it is a PlayStation 4 game, Elder Scrolls Online. What a surprise. Been rolling some dungeons, which is part of why I'm late here today. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm having a lot of fun. I respect I'm a healer now. People love me mm. because I'm a healer. So can you just res- can you just respect it, Will? Yeah. Uh, so respects cost gold, or oh. you can purchase a with real money a respec a scroll. Mm, okay. Um. But yeah, I it isn't too it isn't prohibitively expensive. It'll take a chunk, but it it isn't like you're not going to be able to do it. That's good unless you grind. Cool. Um. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. People are very appreciative to those who do the role that nobody wants to do because everyone wants to either tank, draw the aggro, or they want to be the one doing the damage because they think that's so valuable to do damage. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you need that person healing you. Yeah. I ran into my first case today of uh, people dying. I've kept everyone alive up until today. Mm, got you. But for some reason, people today had this strange, strange behavior of standing in red circles. You don't stand in red circles. No. That's just you bad. Don't. We learned that during the raid. Like, when we would eventually get past the first part of the boss, like, uh, these these enemies would drop in in these, like, giant containers, and it's a red circle. Yeah. Don't step in a red circle. <laughs> yeah, so these, these people would get, like, one shot, and I couldn't do anything about it. I'm like, dude, you fucking stood in a red circle. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I'll revive you, but, like, fuck. Keep yourself alive. Do what you can to stay alive, because I'm trying to keep keep everyone healthy, and then mm-hmm. if you go from 100 to zero, there's nothing, there's nothing a healer's gonna do for you. No. No. So are you like getting loot at the end? Like, yeah, is there, was, I'm getting loot as well. Like yeah. Like giant chest at the end that you get to open? Um it's mostly just on the bodies of the bosses. Like there are okay. a bunch of mini bosses leading to the final boss in okay. most of these dungeons. Cool. Uh yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. And I wish I had people that I knew to just keep rolling with on PC, but mm-hmm. I, I don't have that, so I'm queuing randos. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty good for the most part. Uh, just ran in today to some unfortunate circumstances of people being dinguses and then also running into a dungeon that I haven't come across before and not knowing the mechanics. Mm-hmm. But Is there, like, actual mechanics yeah. to them? So I'll, I'll explain the, the dungeon I went through today. It's not a new dungeon. It's uh, Falkreath Hold. Um, there's this, part, this boss fight where, like, there's the main boss and then there are ads, like additional enemies that... Uh, spawn and then when when you kill these ads like like there's a little light that goes above them and then there are like four urns around the around the uh outside that have light coming out of them and you there's a cycle you have to uh go to one of the urns get the buff there come to the all the bodies and then purify them to so because the boss will do an attack that's damage is based on how many of those little lights remain on the corpses hmm so yeah, it, it took us a little while to figure that out. We had to actually look it up online. Um, but yeah, after we did that, it only took us two tries, and then we did it. Ooh, that's good. And then the final boss was pretty easy. You just hide behind a, 
hide behind a pillar when he's he, there's a certain like vocal cue he'll give before he does an attack a certain attack and you have to hide behind one of the pillars in the arena and like the pillar like the pillar that any pillar that someone's hiding behind gets destroyed during that attack so you got to coordinate with your team and get behind mm-hmm. the same pillar so you have enough pillars to do the damage you need to kill the boss yeah before they're all gone yeah, it's sweet. I, I have a lot of fun with that game. Yeah. Anything else? Oh god, I'm trying to think. What else did I play? We played a tad bit of Cuphead the other night. We did. We played some Cuphead, <laughs> a Xbox and PC game. Yeah, you learned what Cuphead's like. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I feel like if I sat down with that for a little while, I'd fucking snap into it. Probably. We almost had that one boss. Mm-hmm. Got one of them. Almost had the other. Yeah. Man, I'm tr- I'm trying to rack my brain for anything else I played. I don't think there is much. I, I did a little bit of Rocket League here and there. Uh, did some Stardew Valley just to do a little bit of side-by-side with uh, Graveyard Keeper. Mm-hmm. Played some Stellaris. Mm. Some news coming out of Gamescom. Stellaris is actually coming to consoles. Oh, wow. It's coming to PS4 this year. That's surprising. I'm interested to see how that works. They actually responded to one of my tweets about it. Oh, really? Like, right after the announcement. Like, an old-ass tweet from, like, months ago. <laughs> oh, man. Sweet. But I'm excited for people to be able to uh, experience that game if mm. you only play on console. Stellaris yep. is a fantastic strategy game. It sounded neat from what you talked about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, other than that, not much. Not much. Did a little. Did some more Dead Cells runs. Okay. Did not beat the final boss yet, but I unlocked a lot of cool shit. Uh, that's basically how I've been playing recently. Is I'm just looking to unlock a lot of cool shit so I can find a build that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I th- I think I'm gonna beat the boss by the time we talk next week. All right. Hold you to it. All right. <laughs> so. Holy guacamole. Holy guacamole. Gamescom news. news. But before we get to that, let's talk about numbers. Yeah, buddy. Because one of the games that I am loving this year is at the top of the chart. uh, I'll take us down from 20 to 11. You'll take us from 10 to 1. Ah. At number 20, Destiny 2. 19, Minecraft. 18, MLB 18, The Show. 17, Detroit, Become Human. Call of Duty World War II is at number 16 with NBA 2K18 ahead of that at number 15. 14, Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker. 13, God of War 2018. 12, Lego Incredibles. And at 11, FIFA 18. Uh, Number 10 is last month's number one, uh, Mario Tennis Aces. Number nine, Rainbow Six Siege. Number eight, The Crew 2 hanging in there. It's kind of surprising. Number seven, Super Mario Odyssey. Number six, Far Cry 5. Number five, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number four, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Three, Mario Kart 8. Two, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number one, it's Octopath Traveler. Again, these are the numbers for July. I don't think I mentioned that. July's best-selling game is Octopath Traveler. Yeah, it's good. Nintendo Switch has a hit on its hands. Yeah, and I hope it says to Square Enix that they should make more games like this because people want them to make more games like that. 
<laughs> like old school JRPGs. Other consoles. Yeah, why not? Um, I'm not sure what the nature of that deal is. If Octopath will remain a Nintendo exclusive, I imagine it would. I think they, I thought they published it. Oh, I could be okay. wrong. I'll have to look that up then. Um, but man, yeah, I mean, could you imagine how beautiful Octopath could look uh, on like a PS4 or PC or something? Just, I know it's it's got this certain art style to it but just like shadows could look more impressive um it lighting and everything that that could look very awesome um crazy obviously once again we say it every month but crazy that gta 5 is up there number two um also crazy to see you know older nintendo games still hanging in there with mario kart zelda Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Tennis Ace is up there. That's pretty neat. And then um, I'm actually surprised that the Crew 2 is is up there. I feel yeah, like nobody's talking about the Crew 2, and it's still in the top 10. Freaking insane. That is pretty crazy. Um, you could see God of War in there. It was at number two for June, so it dropped a little bit. But it's got that new game plus now. It does. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. And then... Uh, I think that's the first we've seen Destiny 2 on the, this chart for People a long time. People gearing up. People exactly. get, getting in. Thanks to some of those trailers they're putting out for Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Thanks to us for talking about Destiny yes, 2. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a result of PlayStation Report, yeah. your number one source for video game news. Yeah. Um, Switch was the best-selling console of july ps4 still the best-selling console of the year but you know august will be interesting i could see it going either way well they're about they're about to they're set to sell fifty thousand of those motherfuckers tomorrow that's true but uh september is 100 percent going to be playstation's month with spider-man coming out oh yes and then it's just a fucking bloodbath who knows what it's going to be like from there on out. Um, yeah. Good to see some new games in there. Speaking of some hardware there at the end, getting some more DualShock 4s. Some colorful DualShock 4s. We've got a berry blue, a sunset orange, blue camo, and a copper DualShock 4 controller. That blood orange is hot. Yeah, the sunset orange, the Goku or orange. Sunset orange, yes. That looks fucking awesome. I also, I don't mind the look of the copper. Yeah, the copper's pretty dope. I, I think I might get some Dual Shock fours. Yeah, I don't like the look of the berry blue. I don't either. It, to me, it's mostly the the sticks. I don't like the look of the sticks. Yeah. But also, like, I guess that red. Is that a bread? That's yeah, it's kind it. of like a that doesn't that looks weird. Is that is that, is that yeah, burgundy? Also, did you look up Octopath? Is that published by? Yes, uh, I, I looked that up. You were correct. Okay. It is published by Nintendo. So yeah, I don't think that's going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a sequel though. If they did that, I it would be weird. It's weird to do a sequel to a game that's. Mm-hmm doesn't have the other game yeah. available to the platforms it's releasing on. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, these controllers are cool. Do, did you say when they come out? When did they come out? Oh, dear. I did not say when they come out. Uh, let's September. All it says is September. Okay. So, soon. 
shit. September is right around the goddamn Dude, corner. that's... Fucking yeah. hell. There's one more week left in August. I need to get a job. <laughs> oh, Batwing, man. Oh, you... Mm, you've Ooh. got a case of the Hertz Nuts disease. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we've got some uh, announcements coming out here for release dates and all the kinds of stuff. Life is Strange 2 came out with a trailer and a release date. It's beginning on September 27th. Ooh. Did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer, and it's interesting. They are tackling some interesting issues concerning police, immigration, and... Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's got a lot loaded in there, and we'll see how that plays out. Yes. Um, you'll be playing two new protagonists. Yeah. Um, Sean. Yes. Sean Diaz, um, is one of them and Daniel is the other. So two brothers, I believe those were the two at the end of Captain Spirit. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, that's neat. And overall, I mean the trailer, I I really enjoyed the trailer because it wasn't, in a way, it wasn't what I was expecting after playing Captain Spirit, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's looking like what I like out of Life is Strange, and that's just a story that is very gripping with characters that I enjoy that kind of goes places where video games traditionally don't. That's kind of the thing that I like about Life is Strange, Yeah, how it challenges that sort of thing. So I'm looking forward to that. Five episodes? Yeah. It's September 27th. I am definitely looking forward to it. I think they're they're going to, they have a lot of work to do on this. Like, I I feel like they're, they're touching on some things that are definitely sensitive at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like a top level thing here uh, from the PlayStation blog says when tragedy strikes, the brothers are forced to flee their home, leaving their comfortable lives behind. Now on their own, Sean and Daniel begin the long journey to their father's hometown, uh, Puerto Lobos in Mexico. Mm. Yeah, it's I liked the trailer and uh you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to wait. It's not it's a month away. I'm just going to keep yeah. my uh keep my eyes and ears shut on this one until it comes out. I also believe this one is $40. Oh. Huh. For the whole season. That is season. a little bit more expensive. Uh that that's what I saw looking through the PlayStation store the other day. So, all right. Well, it would be it would be weird for me not to play this one because I enjoyed the first Life Strange so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agreed. You know, we talked about playing Dark Souls on the couch together. We did. We we could get the Dark Souls trilogy coming to PlayStation 4 this October. October yeah. sounds like a goddamn good month for Dark Souls. It does. Yeah. Like, fucking, that is a Halloween-ass game. Get uh, all three games... Um, that could be a damn good time. And their DLCs. Yeah. So you get Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 2 Scholars of the First Sin, and Dark Souls 3 The Fire Fades. That is a hell of a lot of Dark Souls in one package. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. I'm going to be priced at $80. Holy balls. Yeah, you also get a steelbook, though. I guess that's... Yeah. 
That's it. That'll do it. That's I cool. Am, I need to play more Dark Souls. Yeah. Are we go are we actually gonna play through one of them? We should definitely play through a Dark Souls game couch. Maybe on video. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Um that would be a damn good time. I think we just need to pick which one. Why don't we just do all three? We could. Yeah. We totally could. I could be down. That that it would you know, take extra us a life long. is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a charity stream. Yeah. I mean it on the situation. Yeah. Could. I mean it might take us an eternity to get through all three of them, but hell, it would be a damn good time. So that's cool. Speaking of souls, Soul Caliber Six has some news. Tira is being added to the game as DLC. Which you can unlock by buying the season pass. Ugh. Tira is a very cool character whose mm-hmm. fighting style is really freaking awesome. And it should, she should not be a DLC character in my mind, but that's what, uh. That's what we'll get. It, apparently, it, she's a pre order bonus. Uh, so you could get her without paying extra that way. Yeah, but what if you want to pick it up later? Then you have to get season pass. I mean, that sucks. Like, what if down the road you just want Soul Calibur 6? I guess then at that point, though, you could make the argument that if you are picking it up later, then you're not a super hardcore Soul Calibur fan, so this wouldn't... I mean, there are, there are a lot of different for situations anyways. for people, so... Yeah, that I, is I don't true. want to assume, but... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I it, feel it like Tira sucks. is, like, one of, like... She's kind of... The hoop blade is just iconic, and yeah. for, like, Soul Calibur, it's like... It's... It's a shitty way to do things, honestly. Yeah. I like how some of these other fighting games have been doing their season passes, like Mortal Kombat or Tekken. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, they're adding characters um, from the history of those franchises, but they're also adding, like, really wacky shit. You know, like, Negan coming to Tekken 7 or Noctis. Um, you know, Alien, uh, Xenomorph coming into Mortal Kombat. Like, stuff like that. I think that stuff's really cool. But this just sort of sucks to put, you know, a loved character on that paywall. Mm. Not I'm probably going. I'm probably going to get the season pass anyway. The Soul Caliber is going to be the next. It's going to be the fighting game that I hashtag get good at. Uh, they also revealed the story mode, the Libra of Soul story mode. Uh, so yeah, it's going to have that wonky ass story mode that plays out. I a little bit. Di- I've played the previous story modes. They they get a little bit weird with certain characters. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing how all those endings pan out. Yeah. Um, really quick, because I don't think it's... I think we might have missed it in the news oh, did articles. We? But uh, Sekiro yes. got a date. It did. Of March 22nd. So March while, 22nd. While we're on the the yeah, same no. day as Anthem. That's February 22nd. Oh, that's Feb. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. It's the same day as Anthem. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
you're making you're making you're making a guess all right all right um yeah i mean while we're on the topic of souls stuff although i don't think this is super souls like it's sort of kind of got something yeah like it's, it's got, definitely it's a different got, like, game the though. way shrines like the kind of uh like checkpointing that's mm-hmm. familiar uh but it seems to flow a lot differently from souls like mm-hmm. games like there, right there's not a stamina bar yeah but there's like this whole parry mechanic now which i'm intimi- i'm intimidated by because i've never been good at parrying Mm-mm. in games nope me either Whenever yeah. I can, I just like fucking bull rush through it. I either dodge or yeah. just block. I don't know. It's gonna be. It, it looks like it plays really fun. Like the, the one boss I saw in the gameplay demo was super fun to look at. Like it would do like a fucking WWE power bomb if it latched onto you with one of its attacks. <laughs> it would do this like this running drop kick at you. It, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's exciting news. It's honestly way sooner than I thought it was going to be for that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, gosh, you think this falls insane? Early next year is insane too, because just in the three months, as long as all the dates hold, uh, we have Ace Combat Seven that yes. got a date. Yes, that's January seventeenth, I think. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, Ace Combat Seven. You got Resident Evil 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Anthem, Days Gone, The Division 2, Metro Exodus, and then Sekiro. (laughs) I'm probably missing something else, too, but damn. Damn. Mm. That's a hell of a lineup of games. I'm looking forward to Sekiro. Please. But why can't I... Why, when I search the release date and it's announced, is Google not just giving me the fucking release date? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Maybe if I look at images. Someone has definitely posted an image of the last... Nope. You know what? I'm going to have to dive in deeper. (laughs) I hate it when when you do this, when you search for information that you know is out there, and it's... 18th. I was off by one day. Ah, You blew it. One day. <laughs> cool. Mm. Right. <clears throat> All right. So we've got some details on some on the upcoming Battlefield Five beta. The open beta starts on September fourth for EA Access. I believe EA Access is the subscription mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And then on September sixth for everyone. <laughs> it's an open beta. It's gonna be multiplayer woohoo getting you some grand operations you get two maps the arctic fujord and rotterdam it's it's fjord <laughs> it's, that that's how you that's how you say that word yeah um but okay um i'm looking forward to this yeah. Also, you'll be able to play Grand Operations mode. Dude, I'm not sure if I have time to fucking play betas. I know. Like, there's so many me goddamn either. games that are actually out that I need to play. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Um, you will hear the story about this game, though. How its pre-orders are down 85% yeah, compared to Black wild. Ops 4. Wild. Now, there's a few things going into this. That, that a lot of people are pointing out. One, it's between Black Ops 4 and Red Dead. 
Two, it's just in a very busy holiday season. Two, EA's whole controversy with loot boxes last year might just turn people off from pre-ordering. And then three, let's remember that Battlefield 1 came out against Infinite Warfare, which people did not like, you know? And and I would imagine that Call of Duty game was pre-ordered way less than Black Ops 4. In Battlefield 1, people were stoked for, so people probably pre-ordered it way more. Now, Battlefield 5, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make excuses for Battlefield 5, but I'm just trying to point out that that's another thing that I think, you know, is kind of skewing some of those things. I mean, if pre-orders are way down, that is kind of crazy, though, because it's a main Battlefield game. It's World War II. People like that stuff. But also, like, I don't really want to get into the whole debate right now just because we have so much else to talk about. But like some of their messaging stuff around the controversy of women being included in the game, uh, regardless of what your opinion is, I think some of that messaging PR wise can maybe turn some people off too. because they're basically it'll turn off shitty people. Yes. Yes. But, but also like, I mean, they're getting out there and saying, like, if you don't like it, don't buy it, which, true, they're not wrong, but also, I don't know, PR-wise might be a better way to say that. I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not, I don't think that's a big impact. I think people who actually speak up about yeah. that weren't going to buy the game anyway. I, I agree, and I, I don't think that is a driving force at all. I think that's a very, 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 very minimal mm-hmm. thing, but... um. Just thought I'd mention it. Interesting, though. Be interesting where it falls. Do you think it will be a Titanfall 2 situation for this game? Where Titanfall 2 just got slammed while a great game got so, forgot about. Wait, let's go Let's go over the release timing of the... Like, what... I forget the timing between Red Dead, Battlefield, and Call of Duty. It's here. one week apart. They're one week apart? Each. Each? Yeah. Black so, Ops 4 is October 12th. Um, October 19th for Battlefield 5 and then Red Dead 2 is October 26th. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you have Assassin's Creed Odyssey October 5th. I mean, different, I think, all different franchises, but still, that's just four major, major franchises maybe, all in a row. Maybe they all Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All Titanfall because of Red Dead? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. there's a lot that I think is going, going into this. So, like, yes, they might actually be down, but I, I'm not calling it doom and gloom for Battlefield. I mean, it's fucking Battlefield. I mean, I'm looking at the trailers, it's like, and this Battlefield looks like a lot of fun, and I think it's going to be better than Battlefield 1 by I agree. virtue of just the era. I think there's a lot more you yeah. can play around with. I agree. Like, yeah. I, I'm excited for it. Um but like I swear, if you go look look up like Battlefield Five or something on YouTube, it's just constantly like these videos. They're like Battlefield Five is a total failure. It's like out the of- game isn't even out. Like okay, its pre-orders are down, but like let's wait until it's out and see how it reviews and actually sells before we maybe call it a failure. Like mm, eh, you're just trying to get clicks, buddy. That's ridiculous. Anyways. 
Oh, we were going to be playing Spyro here pretty soon, but it's been delayed. Yep. Probably to put those other games on the disc, but it's being delayed till November 13th. (laughs) I'm not sure if we ever covered that story where, like, only the first game was on the disc. Which is just ridiculous. Like, why even sell a disc? Uh, Do you think that's why they're actually delaying it? I hope so. I hope hope they managed to get all three games on the disc for... The sake of people who have shitty internet, yeah. like me right now, I have fucking shitty internet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it sucks. That that's the plan. So hopefully, that's what they do. They say it's for overall quality, which could be a case too. Who knows? But hey, also that game was coming out at just a really bad time. I think putting it in November, while not the greatest time, still gives it a little bit more breathing room release after red dead but before black friday right exactly yeah they're like two weeks after red dead so who knows Mm. this one will make you sad right bloodstained ritual of the night has been delayed to 2019 and the vita version has been canceled. Ugh. This announcement went out from their Kickstarter. And then when I got this email, oh boy, oh buddy. My. Actually, I didn't really give a shit because Vita's dead. I'm going to say it right now. Vita's fucking dead. I mean, it, it kind of is. So it doesn't shock me that the Vita version's canceled. I mean, it does suck. Yeah. But they were also going to do physical versions of the game. Nobody buys physical video games, plus they're shutting that down. So, that doesn't make sense. I think it's also a good thing it's been delayed to 2019, because you yeah, look at the I rest of this year, and the, just the... It's crazy. Just by virtue of all the 2D action games, like right. the, the Metroidvania kind of games, you don't want to release another one of those this year. Right. And... You know, I, I think it's smart of them to put just 2019 on there and not say like spring 2019. It doesn't pigeonhole them into a certain spot, but I also think this game absolutely has to come out in 2019. It does. Uh, it's been one of the. It's been a Kickstarter game for. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's been a Kickstarter ass Kickstarter game for a very long time. Too. It was projected to release in 2017, slipped to 2018, wow. and now to 2019. I, hey man, could be for full the disclosure. Better, I kickstarted this game. Hmm. I did you play the backer build? No, didn't they I, get one out or uh, no, I didn't. I played their I played their other the smaller game that they put yeah. out the uh, Curse, of, Curse the of the Moon. Yeah, uh, but I have not played the uh, early build of that game. It's. Yeah. Man, it's a little bit frustrating. Like, as a backer, this yeah, is frustrating. I can do totally um, this. They that. are offering to everyone who pre- who uh, backed for the Vita version to get a copy or their money of one of the other supported versions or okay. their money back. So, at least they're doing that. It's still a little disappointing. It's still a headache. Yeah. Well, but I, I hope this game gets what it needs. Yeah. They also very clearly thought. They'd get this game out sooner. <laughs> they definitely didn't. But I'd rather them, you know, obviously delay it and make it better because I think while 
the genre is super crowded, I, I think there's a void there for a very, very Castlevania-like game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of the successor in a way to Castlevania. That's why uh, it just sucks that Konami owns Castlevania. I feel like they could make an old-school Castlevania game and just fucking kill in this you know, environment where people really love 2D action Metroidvania games. You know, they just brought them back. It'd be awesome. But it's Konami. That's not going to happen. Devil May Cry is coming back, though. It is. DMC5 had a trailer and a release date. It's coming in March. Guess what? March 8th. Oh, fuck. This is one of those wow. Q1 games. Okay, I missed that in my rundown earlier. <laughs> it's easy to miss. It's pretty recent news. Man, and I, I like the trailer. Damn. I think, I think it looks really cool. Uh, one thing I will say is that the protagonist looks a little bit like the scale-bound protagonist. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This game looks neat. Yeah, I a lot of the stuff coming out from Gamescom I watched. Devil May Cry Five and uh, Bayonetta Three next year is going to be fantastic for that genre. Agreed, agreed. I have only played Devil May Cry Three, but it's always a, a franchise that I want to get into because I love these sorts of games. So I may be a little lost, but I might have to jump in on Five because it looks fucking awesome. Mm. Apparently, the one thing is that you can break your motorcycle into weapons. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. Huh. That's ridiculous, and I like that. So, Speaking of 2019 games, Shenmue 3 is now a August 2019 video game. Oh my god. <laughs> Shenmue 3 has a release date. Shenmue in 2019... I wonder how that's going to play. So the release date is August 27th, which is over a year from now. Um, kind of crazy to announce the date. What are you doing, fucking cat? Um, do you think they hit this date? No. I don't either. It's, it's either they obviously, it's one of two things. It's very like no shit, but they, they're not going to hit it, which I feel wouldn't surprise shock people or they know they're going to hit it, which I think will shock people. <laughs> oh so. boy, this cat's getting adventurous here. Trying she's to, trying she's to been join very the conversation. What do you have to say about video games? She's been very adventurous. Probably nothing. Yeah. Let's just continue on with what's going to happen or not happen in 2019. We're not getting a new Assassin's Creed title in 2019. Instead, Ubisoft is going to focus on supporting Assassin's Creed Odyssey. In the new trailer they dropped for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, looks really cool. They're going to explore some mythological things, which, after Origins, you kind of expected. Um, mm. Looks like the cat's going to try to jump up no. into a very tight space. No, let's not do this. Zippy. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Oh God! <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Just, just, just lay down. Just get down. Lay down, kitty. You're being too adventurous. Come on. Come on. This is a totally new. Oh man. Place for her, so she's all excited. 
sniffing my laptop. Yeah. But yeah. What do but you yeah. think? What do you think about them uh, actually taking kind of taking a break with Assassin's Creed, but not really with good. They're not making an entirely new game, but I I think this makes me more excited for Odyssey yeah. thinking about what they might support it with if they're not creating a brand new game for 2019. You know, when Odyssey got revealed, everybody was like cool, but man, really? I just got done with Origins, dude, and that game was huge, and you're going to give me another one this year? It, um, it looks like this game is definitely following the style of Origins. Oh, 100%. I watched the preview that Giant Bomb did. Dude, okay, I'm just going to say something right here. They are changing some things. They're changing the way that like combat works in certain aspects, but to me, watching that game, if you played Origins... And you did not like Origins beyond just the setting. Oh God! <laughs> just like and that. I just don't. Anyways, yeah, I don't. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so the cat has made the leap to the tight space and is now above That's us, a- <laughs> prowling above us okay. on top of a cabinet. Hold on, you you say your thoughts. I need to move some things before it breaks. <laughs> And maybe spills everywhere. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, continue. So yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it looks a lot like Origins, and it, it seems to me like they're making kind of the same mistake that they made when they started, when they, with the earlier Assassin's Creed games and making games that are very, very similar to each other beyond, like, the only thing that seems to be changing here is the setting. I mean, there are minor changes, as you mentioned earlier but it seems like a lot of it is they're, they're they're just changing the setting and they're putting a new story in where they could be expanding upon other aspects of the game tyler trying to get one for the instagram oh man but yeah I, that it's just that's just what it seems like to me is that they're they're falling down the same hole that i feel like if they keep going down this route this version of assassin's creed's going to get old wear thin and get old if they don't expand upon. I agree. And, and what I was saying before I was distracted by this cat. I have never seen that before. But anyways. Um, I just feel like if you didn't like Origins. Like I almost don't see why beyond the setting. Just let's just disregard that. How you could be excited for Odyssey. It's like the same fucking game. Maybe the mission design is different because it is a totally different studio and different team. Because I know that's the one thing that, um, at least early on, really turned a lot of people off from Origins is that the mission design was very, very repetitive. Um, wa- anyways, watching that that preview, though, I was more excited for it because that setting looks fucking awesome. And I can see why people would go, well, I didn't really like Egypt, but fucking Greece... I could be down for that. Um, but I'm talking like mechanically. If you didn't like um, Origins, I don't see you like an Odyssey. Um, it looks neat. But it's good to me. See, I think it helps Odyssey's case coming out this year by them saying there's not one coming out next year. Because then we, you, you sit here and go, oh, okay. Like, I get it. You know, they just kind of had two, two games they were building and then that's just kind of how it the cards fell for both of them so yeah all right 
right, well, we'll see how that all plays out. We'll probably be talking about Assassin's Creed through next year, thanks to this. And something, I don't know when we'll be talking about actually playing Cyberpunk 2077, but they released some new screenshots. Yeah. They also did some bad social media, making a transphobic joke, which I is saw not that. funny. That was fucking crazy that they like, did that. It's it seems like it's isolated to their social team because even one of the uh one of the writers on the game came out and said that was totally wrong and that shouldn't have happened. But yeah. Don't make a gender assumption joke. It's not no, it's not it's good. It's boring. It's ju- it's just hurtful to people and you, don't do that it's fucking stupid yes Come on, there's so much there's so much about cyberpunk that you could do why why jump to that i mean come right on. right agreed but these screenshots are neat yes so we'll say i hope that what is represented in the game is a lot more uh say classy than what we've been seeing out of the social team. Um, let's move on to something a little bit more positive here. It's a little bit more colorful, a little bit more amusing. Jump over to Overwatch. Yeah. There was an animated short on the Diva origin story. There's a new map, Busan. Yes. Are you excited? I stopped playing. I've stopped playing Overwatch. I, I, have, I have not played Overwatch in months. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it does look like a neat map. It, I'm not as excited for it as I was for, say, like, Junkertown. Because mm-hmm. Junkertown was totally new. And Junkertown, I feel like, was kind of, like, design-wise, so different from everything else. This seems like another... Uh, metropolitan area yeah it's it's got this metropolitan area but then it's also got this like sanctuary like area where uh that reminds me of god damn it i'm blanking on the map it's a capture map it's one of the I know original which map, maps i know exactly which map you're like the, the about, final point is in like this temple looking place uh it's got but yeah zenyatta statues Yes, yes. Um, it, it does look neat, but I'm not overly stoked for it. It's it's apparently um, in South Korea. Yeah, that's so, cool. Cool. Um, there's also a Diva origin story short out. I believe this is kind of a Diva themed map in a way. The the and whole that, thing that could be cool. I just. Yeah. And I don't know what it would take to get me back into Overwatch right now. We, when we played, we started doing the summer games thing, the Lucio Ball, which is fun. But, um, man, people don't give a fuck in that game mode anymore. It was bad. Like, so many people, so many times we played that, uh, people trying to get it into their own goal and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, this isn't fun. Let's just go do other things. Mm-hmm. So, another 
on my shame list. I also haven't played Until Dawn. And now, Ugh. the Until Dawn creators are creating a series of horror games to follow up. Oh, goodness. They say they plan on releasing two games a year. Damn. First one had a trailer here, Man of Madon, planned for next year. What do you think about these people, Supermassive, doing a series of uh, horror games? It's it's called The Dark Pictures. Yeah. That That's what the series is called. I, yeah. What do you think? I think it could be very neat. Um, interesting. Um, this is not a PS4 exclusive like Until Dawn was. This is coming to Xbox and PC as well as PS4. Um, so that's interesting. Um, it could be cool. I don't know gameplay wise. I mean, if it's just kind of this narrative choice based thing like until dawn was i could be totally down for that because they did a lot of things really well and until dawn i liked the story the characters were very horror like tropes but for good reason in a way um hopefully they 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 can create a little bit more dynamic characters in this one that that aren't a little bit like generic but a lot of the situations you were in 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 um until dawn was very neat so it just told all these standalone stories that are kind of short why not hmm. i'm down as am i not what i was expecting from this studio i'll say that but they've been doing a lot of a lot of weird stuff doing a lot of vr games as well yeah, it's, um, Supermassive has been busy. Yeah, they're doing the stuff. I just think a lot of people are waiting for a proper Until Dawn sequel, but I don't know if we'll get that. Who knows? The world may never know. But the world will know a Twitch in which if you have Twitch Prime, you, have to, you still have to watch ads because nothing can ever be good forever. Yeah. I saw this, and, and I'm not a big Twitch watcher, but it still made me shake my head. I am. I watch Twitch almost every day, at least weekdays. Weekdays, I, I'm, I'm on it every day because I watch some... I, I watch Waypoint stream a lot. Whenever uh, good old Jeff Gersman gets on to do his home streams, I watch his uh, Twitch channel. And this is just fucking bullheaded. I don't... I hate this. I hate it so much. Why would you make Twitch Prime users watch ads? They're offering you have to so in order to not see ads now on Twitch, you have to get you have to subscribe to their other service, uh, Twitch Turbo. What's that? I've never heard of that. So that's what happened before. Uh, that's what that was the Twitch Prime service ish thing where you wouldn't watch ads before they got bought by Amazon. Okay. So now that they got bought by Amazon, everyone with Amazon Prime has Twitch Prime now. But that's not good enough. You ha still have to watch ads with that. You have to pay additionally into this old system to not see ads. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a load of shit. So how much bullshit is it when they say, as we continue to add value to Twitch Prime, we also reevaluated 
some of the existing Twitch Prime benefits, and they say it comes down to supporting streamers, which the blog post, which yeah, their blog post explains can now strengthen and expand their advertising opportunities without a large number of Twitch Prime subscribers choosing to opt out of their advertisements. How much bullshit does that say to you? Let's see. That's... I don't think that's honest. I think what's happened here is that they realized, oh, all these people have Twitch Prime anyway because they have Amazon Prime. We we can just make them... What, it's... I think... The whole supporting the streamers extra, they... I don't think that that's what they're about. I think the whole adding value to Twitch Prime by giving us a bunch of free games that almost... I would say that about 30% of people actually claim the free games that they put out, uh, which, I, I don't know, like, the quality of that shit, they they put some fucking lame-ass games up there, I'm just gonna say, for free. To try, it's kind yeah. of pathetic. Um, and also, it's mostly, like, PC stuff, so most console players don't get shit out of that. Do you think they're getting rid of this benefit so that they're bringing in more money from advertisements because they have to put out so much money now to streamers no because most that twitch itself does not pay streamers okay twitch does not pay streamers okay where's that coming from then it's coming from the streamers get paid by the people who subscribe to their channel okay. yeah i see this and just this shows point, how much I, how little I don't really watch streaming. And at but. this point, even though I am subscribed to a channel and I have Twitch Prime, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna have to fucking see ads. Okay, yeah, that's fucked up. That's very fucked up. How often are the ads? Is it just like it's whenever you, whenever you click to start watching their stream? Okay, but so if, if you watch a stream for two hours, there's not another ad that comes might, in. I think. Uh, so streamers can put can insert ads okay. if they want to if they want to like just be like oh this is an ad we're going to take an advertising break here okay. they can push an ad to their channel interesting I think one thing one move about this and this is just kind of a thought is like okay you're taking away my benefit of ad free viewing which granted that is a very big deal because people don't like to watch ads. But, like, what else are you giving me with my Twitch Prime subscription? That if you're going to take this away. I'm giving you a handful of fucking or something else. Like, yeah. It's like they're taking something away, but not really replacing it. So now, just overall, Twitch Prime as a subscription doesn't really you get you get to you get to subscribe for free for to one to one uh, channel a month. Yeah. But it doesn't auto renew. You have to go back every month to give them your Twitch Prime subscription again. So even that's kind of lame. Yeah. That you have to stay on top of that. It's lame. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it overall from a corporate standpoint, Amazon's really changing how they're doing video games because they're, you know, they own Twitch. Twitch is changing this here, but then Amazon also announced that I think it's the 28th of August they're getting rid of the whole 20% for pre-ordering yep. which fucking blows that literally was the main reason I subscribed to Amazon Prime in the first place I mean 
granted the shipping is fucking sweet yeah. and that's probably the reason to keep aren't it aren't they but, replacing that with like a ten dollar yeah. gift card so so you pre-order you get a ten dollar gift card that you can use towards anything which normally so you're getting a net loss here of about three bucks because right. it's usually about like 47 or 48 dollars yeah. to pre-order on amazon yep. now it's getting but that sucks that sucks um because but they probably saw how much money they were losing when there's kind of no reason to now in a way because yeah, now best, buy pushed out best buy is gone best buys yeah i mean they, that's what they probably saw there which sort of stinks and then they also raised amazon prime yeah. i actually don't even know when my amazon prime just renews itself <laughs> i totally forget when like what month it is it just it's a thing mine's march or april mhm i mean i still like amazon prime like the shipping thing is just worth it alone, especially if you just buy a lot of stuff off of Amazon. But I don't have to leave my house for toilet paper. I know. <laughs> yeah. That might be just how I go here yeah. soon. Because fucking... Sometimes you not? don't have time to go out and shop. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. Mm. That just, is a stinky thing, though. Yeah. The Twitch thing. that That does suck. That would be like... And I heard a rumor, I don't know if it's true, but like it would be like Netflix all of a sudden introducing ads. Yeah. It's it's the same exact concept. Now, I, there would be a lot of fucking uproar on that one. Now now you have to either pay this higher price or watch ads. Yeah. And like it's man, I am If I weren't getting Twitch Prime through my Amazon Prime subscription, I might just stop doing Twitch. It's fucking mm-hmm. lame. I wonder. I wonder what the impact will be if streamers will decide to jump to other platforms from this. Yeah, because I've I've heard some some information from streamers that they don't like this either. Yeah, I don't I don't stream anymore right like because uh, just my current living situation in the internet where I'm living right now. One day I'll return, but from some of the streamers that I do know, they kind of don't like this themselves because it kind of throws stuff off like especially if you're starting a stream and you know that everyone jumping into your stream is going to see an ad right away and not your stream yeah like a lot of people like to jump into their stream like with kicking off a show yeah now you gotta kick it off with some toilet paper advertisement or something yeah (laughs) Get some downy to wipe your ass because this stream's going to be so awesome. You're going to shake your pants. Man. Just, yeah. That, that's enough moaning about games right now. That's a lot of news. Twitch Prime. That, yeah, that was a lot of news shit. A lot of good stuff. Uh, and then next week, there's not going to be a damn thing. No, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, there's fucking packs coming next week, but yeah. that's not until the weekend. We'll probably miss it with the show. But there's a sale going on. Oh, through next. Really quick, actually, one last bit of news. What you got? Destiny Two Forsaken. You're going to be able to play Gambit mode for ah, one yes. day up ahead of launch. So that's their big new multiplayer PVE PvP hybrid mode. September first, they'll have it up for 24 hours. So if you're a Destiny guy, want to try that out, go ahead. 
Yeah, jump on that and jump on these deals. Good until August 28th. Up to 50% off for PlayStation Plus subscribers. And let me tell you, like all these sales, there's just a giant ass list here. I'll start from the bottom if you want to start from the top here. Mm. You want to be a, be racing in the World Rally Championship and WRC 7 you can get that for $20. Yeah. Nice. Talk about a game that did not do well that I think came out last year. It's either that or 2016. Agents of Mayhem. Oh, okay. Is on sale for $4. Damn. If you want to see what Supermassive has done before they come out with their horror anthology, you can get Until Dawn for 5 bucks. You can get uh, Batman Return to Arkham, which I believe has Arkham Asylum and Arkham City for $10. That's a damn good, good steal there. There's a whole lot of Uncharted on sale. Uncharted 4 for $10. The Nathan Drake Collection for $8. And The Lost Legacy for $12. If you're a turd and haven't played these games, you can get the Bioshock Collection for $20. See, I own it. I just haven't. Oh, you're killing me. (laughs) I'd I'd said I'd play them, but I haven't had time this year. It's okay. If you want to play one of the... I will say the best RPG of this generation, The Witcher 3. We'll just go to the, uh, the best package here. Uh, the complete edition for $20. If you're hyped for its sequel, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 has a few things. You all right, can- so, all right. Fuck off right now because there's no such thing as a sequel if... It doesn't have a story mode. True. Like, true. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of bullshit right there, what you're saying. Yeah, but they're adding another line to the end of it. Okay. Um, But there's a whole bunch of stuff. You can get to Zombie Chronicles for $15, which is a bunch of the old maps, the good zombie maps. Um, You can get Season Pass for $30. There's also a few other additions there that are kind of on the expensive side there's a lot of call of duty on sale gosh call of duty ghost remember call of duty ghost fuck that thing's still twenty dollars oh damn star wars battlefront 2 is cheaper than that it's sixteen (laughs) dollars if you want to run through the first game destiny the collection for thirty dollars no thank you there's some things that i miss about the first game I miss Prison of Elders. I'll say that. I like Prison of Elders. It was fun. If you want Agents of Mayhem, the who create who made that game? I, I think it's the same people who made Saints Row, correct? Yes. Well, you could just play Saints Row instead. Okay. Because Saints Row reelected and got out of hell. That package is seven dollars and fifty cents. All right, cool. If you're hyped for the sequel coming out in three days, no, not three days. Eight days. A week. Defending the original Sin for $10. Hell yeah. I'm going to be playing through that game alongside the console release. I own it on PC, mm. but I'm going to play it alongside that so I can speak to it in time. Right on. Uh, 
But until then, we can rock out with some Rocket League for $12. If you want to play what I'm calling the best game of the year, God of War, for $35. That's the cheapest it's been. Mm. Have you ever played a game and has been like legitimately sad when you think about it that you finished it? Yes. I played Nier. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Like, you just, you loved that world and you loved playing it so much while you were playing through it that you're just like, ugh, it's over. Like, I just want to go back to that time. Like, God of War is that game for me. I'm replaying Oblivion because 1,100 hours was not enough in that game. (laughs) Yeah. God of War is that game, at least from this year, and probably one of the... One of the very few games that I'll that I could probably say like I'm fucking sad I finished that game, but I'm so happy at the same time. Anyways, I feel like I just need to rapid fire through a few things. Yeah, here. Rise uh, of the Tomb Raider twenty year collection for fifteen dollars. Resident Evil Seven for twenty dollars. Ratchet and Clank for seven dollars. Persona Five for thirty dollars. Infamous Second Son for seven dollars. That's a cool game. Metro. Last Light, oh, okay, so Metro Redux is the package of Last Light in 2033. Mm-hmm. You can buy those two individually for five bucks, or you can get Metro Redux for $7.50. Damn, it's quiz time for 12 bucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you're excited for the upcoming Life is Strange, you can get... The Life is Strange Season 1 for $4. Before the Storm Deluxe Edition for $10. How about Knack for $6 or Knack 2 for no $13? <laughs> no Knack you. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of fucking Lego games on yeah, sale, too. Yeah, if, you if you're into Lego games, go check out the sale. If you want to check out the entire list, head over to the PlayStation Store. Check out the Blockbuster sale. I believe that's what it's called. Honestly, there's some legitimately good fucking deals there on, like, just good prices. Not bad. Yeah. But those are all old games. Let's check out what's new this week. Ugh. On all your PlayStation devices. You got all this news, and then there's still video games. There are still video <laughs> games, Tyler, and That's man, okay. we're going to get bad. this. It's not bad. This looks like a mobile-ass mobile game. All-Star Fruit Racing Woo! on PlayStation 4. Go bananas for a jaw-dropping, lightning-fast kart racer for all ages and abilities. All-Star Fruit Racing propels players in a vibrant world filled with incredible action. Damn, that's lit. Uh, next up is Brawl Out. PS4 Brawl Out packs a punch with couch and online play modes, blending platform fighter mechanics and traditional fighting game play they made that two words and that came out really weird into a stylish and fluid battle royale. Oh, shit. It's coming. Gotta use that buzzword. I noticed something. I didn't mention it in the show. I watched a trailer from Gamescom. Insurgency is a PlayStation 4 first-person shooter that's coming out next year. Oh. And it looks pretty good. Sweet. I've heard of that game. You should probably check out a trailer after the show here. Probably should. But 
let's move on here to F1 2018. You play the F1 games. Uh, I heard the career mode in this one's pretty good. Uh, F1 yeah. 2018 is the official video game of the 2018 FIA Formula One World Championship. Get immersed in the world of Formula One when F1 2018 releases worldwide. Woo! Those games are great if you're an F1 guy. It just a uh, racing guy in general like there's a lot of really cool shit that happens there um fall of light darkest edition ps4 fall of light is a story-driven action rpg set in the world of darkness play as nix an old warrior on a dangerous journey with his daughter only together will they be strong enough to reach the last place on earth still touched by sunlight mm. sounds very much like dark souls in yeah. the world, not I, the gameplay. But I will have to say, just artistically, that little girl there looks a, just strange. It uh, it looks like a photo, and that was just kind of placed hmm. there. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's just my eyes. Your eyes have been seeing guacamole too. Oh fuck yeah! Head back to the Mexiverse in this long-awaited sequel to the smash hit Guacamole, featuring four full four-player co-op, new handcrafted levels, fancy new wrestling moves, sassy new bosses, twice the enemies, and three hundred percent more chickens. I yeah, I don't know about the chicken parts, the chicken part of that, but um. The chicken parts. I know about chicken parts. Have you heard about the cloaca? <laughs> no, I have not. I have not. Um, yeah, that's a great game so far. Oh. Up is Little Dragon's Cafe on PS4, digital and retail. A twin brother and sister are learning to run a small cafe with their mother. One morning, the twin discovers that she won't wake up. Wrangle a dragon. Run the family business and find a way to save their mother. To save their mother, they might have to think out out of the box. Oh, outside the box! Shit! Out of the box is the next game on the list here. Dive into a wild story of gangsters and criminals in Out of the Box, a captivating time management thriller where you decide the fate of the peculiar customers of a luxurious nightclub in a never-ending race against the clock. Damn. Next up is Pizza Titan Ultra on PS4. Pizza Titan Ultra is a fast-paced third-person action platformer focused on fighting and smashing through a futuristic city to deliver pizza in a giant mech. Just try not to make too much of a mess with that great, delicious Hawaiian pizza. I knew that's where it was going. You can fuck yourself. I'm going to talk about Slime Rancher. Oh, I, this is... I thought this is out on PS4. I, I think it's been out on other platforms. Slime Rancher oh. is a charming first-person sandbox experience in the business of slime ranching. Play as Beatrix LeBeau in a plucky, a plucky young rancher who sets out for life on the far, far range. A thousand light years away from Earth. Oh, next up is Socketeer PS4. In Socketeer, you play as a small hacking robot with no weapons. Strategically hack enemy robots around you to control their combat abilities and advance deeper into each space station stronghold in this charming sci-fi roguelike. Spectrum is the next game on the list, and we're almost done here. Jump 
Dive and find your flow through 80 ingenious levels of shifting shapes and vibrant colors. Stylish, abstract visuals combine with it. The at, with an atmospheric soundtrack to create an immersive experience of pure zen-focused platforming. Oh, next up is Track Lab, PlayStation VR, exclusive to PlayStation VR. Track Lab lets you easily create new beats by moving musical building blocks around. Every genre, from techno to hip hop and rock, can be mixed together to make your perfect track no musical experience required huh sounds pretty rad yeah it sounds neat and goddamn, there are so many warhammer games let's just have another one to close out today warhammer 40,000 inquisitor martyr you are an, an inquisitor the imperium's most powerful agent ensure the emperor's will is respected in the far-flung corners of the dark universe of warhammer 40,000. What is this one about? And uncover the secrets of the fortress monastery martyr. There's so many Warhammer games that you lose track. I don't know. Yo, whoever owns Warhammer is making fucking money. Yeah, probably. Um, You can listen to that new Ariana Grande album. Yes, please. Or that Death Cab for Cutie album. Okay. Uh, Not listed here. I'm looking forward to that new Alice in Chains album. Mm. That's going to be exciting. Where you can watch Hereditary or Ocean's 8. Apparently Hereditary is super creepy. Yeah. Okay. I don't like horror (laughs) at all. (laughs) Especially creepy horror. It really fucks with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on that one. Most of the horror stuff I've, I'm not a big horror person, but most of the ones I've had to watch recently, just corny. It's just dumb. Dumb shit. But, you know, maybe I'll watch Hereditary someday. Maybe. And maybe we'll have some more to talk about with you next week. Yeah. Because that's going to do it for the show this time. A hell of a show. Holy shit, we got a lot. Gamescom fucking popping. Yeah. If y'all are listening to this show, you gotta share this show. You gotta rate it. Because I just feel the last few weeks we've been just been, it's been lit over here. Hell and yeah. y'all need to just spread the word. Tweet at us on Twitter and all sorts of stuff. Get it out there. Because it's fun. <laughs> I had a fucking super shit day. But this has been fun. I know I've been on the Game Over Greggy show, and that was fun. But I like what we have. Here. I like what we have here. This this is more of a fun show yeah. because we fucking bounce. We do, we do. Uh, also, you're not spilling beers over here. I'm not. No, not well, yet. Also, I'm not. I'm not drunk right now. I was. Yeah. I was pretty fucking drunk when I was on that show. Look for it tomorrow, going public, or the day that you were you, were you when it started. We just got back from lunch, and then, like, yeah. at lunch, I pounded two margaritas, and yeah. as soon as I got back, I got a fucking Corona. Yeah, right. Wow. All right. And these were big margaritas. <laughs> yeah. It is, I listened to that episode, and it is a quality episode of that show, so y'all should go watch it mm. on that kind of funny. All right. Well, if you have questions for the show, 
you can send them to us via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Be sure to rate and review us, share us with your friends. And if you want to find me, I just had to put that silent pause there so they think something's wrong. Yeah. Um, they, they look down at their phone, they're like, what the fuck's happening? And I do that like, all you the time. fucking bastards. But you can find me, the asshole who just did that to you, at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Been a show. It it's has been, been fun. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and don't jump on the cabinets.